All right. Well, fun times with technology. I, uh, we actually got through a whole bunch of this and I was not pressing record because <laughs> genius. <laughs> so I am here with uh, Kimberly Lemon and we yes. had talked earlier um, about how to feed yourself because we had done a whole interview before because Kimberly is an occupational therapist. So I have convinced her to be incredibly kind and generous and keep coming back on the podcast <laughs> to help those of us who cannot get to an occupational therapist with some general ideas. So yes. I thought the first thing we should talk about is how to eat and feed yourself because um, that is an important part of everyone's daily life and it can often be the most challenging. I'm just going to put this out here. We all come from different privilege levels, different economic levels, different places in the world on where certain things are available. So we are talking very generally. If you have things that work for you at different spaces, different things that you are dealing with, please comment below because we are all fascinated about how we can make everything better and what you have to say can really help someone else out. So if you can be generous enough to comment below, that would be amazing. All right. So you did a ton of research for me. What, what have you found? You have ME and fibromyalgia. I have yep. stainless and pots. So we both have things that make like yes. standing and shopping hard. What yep. are you doing? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, starting right at the start and actually looking at what you're eating and deciding what you're going to eat. Um, I really struggled with actually, it was just sort of processing, like it would be coming up to dinner time and I'd be like, I have a full cupboard of food, but how do I actually put all those ingredients together? to make something. Um, so sometimes just the processing in the brain's not there to do even just a simple task. Um, so what I did and what I do recommend people do is have a collection of recipes ready, ready to go. I actually typed mine up on the computer and had like recipe cards. And so these were simple meals that I could make, that I could buy the ingredients for, without actually having to do all that planning each week. Um, and that sort of cut down on a lot of the thought processes of what am I going to buy at the supermarket? Because you pick your recipes, you list down the ingredients that you need, just cuts out some of that task. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being stalked right now um, by a pug. So anyone who's Hearing um, snorting. I am so sorry. She, uh, I can't get to my door to escort her out. I cannot stand right now. So I'm really sorry, everyone. You will hear snorting. There's, there's just nothing I can do about that. So cute. Um, life here. Yep. Yep. Um, what I've been doing recently, and it depends on if it's something that's available to you, is the pre-prepared meal boxes. Um, so we do have HelloFresh here, which I understand is available over there. And it's where you just purchase the boxes, they post it to you, courier it to you. And the recipes, the food, everything's all there, all done. Um, so I've gone in that direction at the moment. Um, it, just, it just saved a lot of time. So it saved me a lot of shopping time and a lot of my planning time so I could focus on things that were actually important, more important to me than that side of things. 
I wish that they would um, do a program for people who are on disability because I love yeah. HelloFresh. Yeah. I can't afford HelloFresh. So it'd be so amazing if they would do a subsidized program to be able to help out those who are older or on um, disability. It's, it is such a great program. That would be amazing. It's just such a good idea because it just frees up people's time and it gives them nutritious meals to eat. And there you have fantastic. like another big point is like you're you're not just deciding what to eat. You're also if you're sick, you have you might have allergies, food sensitivities. Yeah. It yeah. can be very expensive to feed yourself when you're like trying to to wrangle all of those things. Um, <laughs> Yes. So yeah, I um, used the the meal preparedness um, things at Trader Joe's, which you still have to get to Trader Joe's, Great. but they are yep. cheaper. Great, and that's giving you some ideas um, and a list of ingredients as well to buy. I, it's um, distracting. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of adorable and insane all at once. <laughs> so cute. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I would love for for more companies like HelloFresh to have like yeah. that sort of sideline. What are some of the other things that you're able to use? You talked about like the dis, um, keeping decision fatigue at bay by having yeah. preparedness, which I love that. I use Pinterest for that. I don't know if Good. you use Pinterest, but I have yeah. a week list of everything I want to do on the week, including meal plan. Oh, amazing. So planning ahead like that, will help with that sort of brain fog and that decision fatigue. Um, so you're not having to think at the time, oh, did I, did I need butter or do I have butter? So making, making lists as you go, definitely. Um, the actual physical shopping, that's actually something that I really struggle with. Um, and I can imagine it's probably similar on, on your side. Um, I found that supermarkets make me really sick. Um, they're just they're just probably one of your worst experiences. Uh, the noise, the light, um, the the space, the chemicals that they use in some of the produce and on some of the aisles, and then you've got the people and the thinking. And when you combine all of that together, it's just not it's not a great experience. Um, my, what I have, cause I'm, I'm quite lucky. I've managed to not do that task anymore <laughs> um, and family members go for me if, if I do need something. Um, but what I used to previously do was go very early in the morning. So I, I set a day each week and went as soon as the store opened in the morning, as soon as they opened their doors, surprise, no one else is there. <laughs> Um, so I went, tried to go at these really, really quiet times. Um, one of our stores, one of our major chain stores in New Zealand here is now doing a quiet hour, um, which is where they're starting to turn down the lights. They're not going to be stocking shelves. They're turning down the music. They're trying to make the store a lot quieter um, for people with health conditions and concerns so that they can actually go in and do their shopping. So they've been trailing that for a little while and they've rolled them out into all stores. Um, so it would be good to look out for if 
supermarkets or department stores over there do that kind of thing, a quiet, quiet hour. Yeah. And I like request that, like there's always mm. a management at, at every place and just say, this is something, especially for like, I would think that parents with autistic children, that would be a tremendous yeah. help. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially if you have migraine issues being in like fluorescent lights with flickering, I like, I could really see that being something that could take off here in the States. I've never heard of it, but that would be a okay. great request. Yeah. Yep, definitely. They've just been calling it the quiet hour. So they're just yeah, a bit more aware of the environment and making it a bit more suitable for, for a range of people, which I really like. And it's been successful here, which is great. I, I could definitely see why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we, you talked previously about the Amazon delivery side of things. And it's not the best option for the environment, but as an individual needing food for your health, your nutrition and well-being, it's a really good option. So getting, getting food, getting items delivered to your house so that you don't actually have to go out and drive and carry and lift and walk can be a fantastic option for saving your energy for, for other things, such as preparing the meal. So if you can get things delivered, I just think it's a great option. Um, have it delivered to your door. Have them carry your bags in if they will. It's, it's just a fantastic way that we can get around some of these health issues for us. I mean, that's such the, um, the incredible higher wire trapeze, uh, high wire act we're all walking that if we're environmentalists or we care about, about workers' rights yeah. and then we yeah. also need the help. It's like, it's such an unfair um, double knot that we're all in if we really care about these issues but these things are are made to help us like plastic straws or yeah you know the delivery service these are things that we really do do need and I have to say it's been tremendous to be able to have like because I have all of these lovely little creatures in my house who require 50 pound bags of food and there's no way I'm going to even if a kind person puts it in my car I yeah. have to get home and take it back out again. So uh, these little creatures are very happy that there's delivery service. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and it's, it's a good way to plan during the week. Like if you are sort of doing a full grocery order online, you can sort of add to it in bits and pieces without having to sit down and do it all at once. So it can mm -hmm. be a good way to save energy, but also sort of set reminders for yourself if you do it as you find you need an item they can be a really like good way decision fatigue like if you're yes. already standing and exhausted and you're trying to be like does this have extra sugar does this have something yeah. i'm allergic yeah. to and you're like standing there for like 20 minutes trying to figure out which like thing you could buy without like causing more problems with whatever like it's really nicer to be able to see the full ingredient list while you're sitting down and if you have multiple family members they can add to the list. It's really yep. a great, and you don't have to worry about like last minute purchases. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I found it very helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. So you've got at this point, you've, you've got an idea of what you're cooking. You've actually got it ordered and delivered to your home, hopefully, or you have been able to go and pick it up um, in some form. The cooking, the actual preparing and cooking is, it's such a physical task. <laughs> it is. And I just want to say one other thing about the getting the food. Yes. If you feel like um, walking around is hard, most of the places have scooters. 
do not be embarrassed. Use scooters. If you um, use the uh, wheelchair, not wheelchair, I'm so sorry. If you're using the cart as a walker, join mm. the club. Um, if you're able to get disability placard, uh, try to go early in the morning. That's when most of the disability spaces are open. If you go to Trader Joe's after 9 a.m. and you're trying to find a disability parking space, may the higher powers be with you. Uh, <laughs> so those are, those are my little quick yeah. tips for how to get everything done fast. Or if you go with someone, hand half the list over and tell them to start circling around and by the time yeah. you get to the front it's all done yeah nice nice ah there we go those are those are the family tips <laughs> <laughs> so moving into cooking it's for the majority of people they don't realize how physical cooking can actually be um you're often standing for, for long periods of time in front of a hot stove which is is just it's just really tricky and it's really draining with the main meal of the day being at night time you've often had probably quite a long day you're quite fatigued at that point of day um, especially when with people who are working during the day having a full day then coming home to cook a meal it is actually a really draining really difficult task to do um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that it. A lot of people just sort of say dinners like you just cook it it's fine but it's actually yeah. a really tricky task to do um i really like using a perching stool in the kitchen so it's you can just buy them in the shops or in the disability shops and it's a it's a higher stool that's on an angle so you can sit back on it so you're taking the weight off your legs but your legs are still touching the ground hmm. um so that would be for people who are, are quite mobile or maybe using a chair in the kitchen if you're able to get up and down easily oh. enough actually using a chair to rest on um, some people may have like where you put bar stools and so it's like a counter that you can sit at that can be quite good for um, sitting down to prepare things like chopping vegetables uh, mixing stuff so when you're in the kitchen you don't always have to be standing so you can change your position and actually sit down and have a rest for a little while if you if you need it um, so you don't don't have to stand to do things. Do things is probably one of my main points there. Yeah, I've also found that um, getting one of those gel pads. If you're going to like really just go all the way for a meal, like having a gel pad on the floor to be able to stand right. on is so helpful on the joints. If that's yeah. something that you are in for, I use a wheelchair a lot of the times, and my yeah. kitchen is not set up for wheelchair. So meal prep at the dining room table works well because yeah. I can chop from the wheelchair. I can do a Correct. lot of other things. And there's so many like really cool little like products that people make fun of, like the egg cooker or the rice cooker that people make fun of. Like how lazy are you people? It's like, those were not meant for you healthy people. Yeah. These yeah. are meant for us. Like who have problems. Like these are indispensable for some of us who have wrist issues. Like, yeah. Definitely. So anything like that, that you can find to make your life easier is fantastic. The electric can openers, 
Um, there's a few <laughs> different types. You can get the big machine ones or the ones that you clip on the top with a battery and they, they run around. Um, those are quite easy to find now, which is great. Um, I, again, you know, like Amazon, as much as it drives yeah. me nuts because I am so for workers' rights and the environmental issues with how they pack things, it all drives me insane. But <laughs> I have to say, like, it's, it's, there's products on there I can't just go out and yeah. get. Yeah. So do you have, like, favorite appliances for the kitchen that really help you out or that you recommend for people? I'm just having a thing. I do really like the slow cookers. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You can put on in the morning, you can just leave, you come home and your meat's cooked and your vegetables are cooked. But you can't get any better than that. (laughs) No. And like we all have, well, most of us have better energy in the mornings. So to be able to just throw ingredients in, in the morning and just start the slow cooker. I mean, I just made like butter chicken, which is, I am an Indian food fanatic and it was so easy, fast, just throw stuff in and we we didn't need takeout. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So things like that, that are going to make, make life a little bit easier. Um, definitely. I, I do see a lot of clients after injuries. So I often recommend the cutting boards. So you, you can get cutting boards that suction onto your bench. Okay, that's um, brilliant. Where do I find this? <laughs> so they, they don't move around. I'm not sure if they've got a specific name. Um, I will... You know what? If you could just put together a, a linked up yeah. list with Amazon, um, I will just publish it. And I'll also put a, a whole thing in the show notes. So head over to show notes if you're listening to this. And we will have like some recipes that are pretty easy. I'm going to... This will come out later because I'm going to do a whole bunch of linking to easier things. I also have the Pinterest board. That's the invisible, not broken Pinterest board. And I'll have a whole bunch of like easy ways to feed yourself with ideas. Perfect. So the cutting board, it is just called a cutting board. So I'll have to look for it, but suctions onto the bent. So then it doesn't move around, which I love. Um, And it has spikes on the top, which sounds slightly weird, but what happens is you can put your vegetables on the spikes so your vegetable doesn't move around when you're cutting it. So it just makes things a little bit safer when you're using a sharp knife and not sort of not able to put full pressure to hold the vegetable down. So I really like those in terms of safety. Um, using a knife, like slipping and cutting yourself is really not, not safe, not a good idea. So these cutting boards are specially designed to assist with that kind of thing. Um, so I will find where you can get those because <laughs> they're great. Um, and yeah, anything you can get these, um, oh, they're like jar grips to help you open up jars. And so instead of having to actually grip with your fingers, uh, which is a really hard position to be in for opening jars, uh, it gives you like a handle. So you actually have some leverage to open the tops of jars. Um, and I really like those because things often come in jars, especially if you're wanting to make sandwiches um, or something simple, especially morning and lunch meals. Um, so being able to open jars is really important. 
Yeah, I like especially for like other stainless people, like we dislocate our wrists so easily. <laughs> so having that, yeah, that help is lovely. Yep, definitely. So there is lots of different adaptive kitchen tools that you can get. Um, so just having a bit of a, a look around Amazon um, and seeing what they actually have can be a really good idea. Um, in terms of the like cognitive processing of cooking, we, if, unless you're using a slow cooker, you often have a lot going on. So you might have something on the stove, something in the oven, another, you could have an extra pot on the stove. Um, I use timers. Mm. So whether it's on my phone, um, whether it's a kitchen timer that you, you spin around, um, just using a timer so you're not having to remember, when did I put that on? How long was I meant to cook that for? Uh, when's, when's that pot coming off? So if you can use little reminders like that just to take away some of the task, make it a little bit easier. And then if you do forget, at least you're not burning dinner. Um, yeah, and that's a great thing about smartphones is to be able yeah. to, um, you know, okay, Google or hey, Siri, like, or whatever yeah. you're using to go just five minute timer is so important. Definitely. We use, um, we've got an Amazon Alexa in the kitchen. Um, so we use her to set the timers um, and she can do multiple timers. It's quite handy um, to make sure that, that we're actually yeah, cooking for the right length of time and boiling things for the right length of time. So use technology yeah, wherever, that's, um, wherever you can. They're spying on us anyway. You might as well get some benefits, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> Oh, yep. Yep. So my mom tip of the day, um, because I have smalls and really sick, um, I have a section in my refrigerator that can be reached easily. And it's a pullout thing that I keep all of the easy to do dinners, like um, the frozen meatballs from Trader Joe's, the frozen um, mm. turkey, corn dogs, like whatever they're willing to eat for that week. I have that on that shelf and they can just go into the toaster oven. So even at like eight years old, six years old, they were able to make their own dinners when I couldn't stand up and they could just throw that onto the little right. like toaster sheet and just start the toaster. I mean, it's not ideal. I'm sure I'm not winning mother of the year award, but children got that. So. Yep. Yep. It's working. Yep. That's such a good idea. So having things in reach yeah. for them. Yeah. Perfect. And to be able to, you can use your toaster to make dinner. If everything else is wrong, toasters do absolutely make full dinners. Yep. Yep. So use, use, yeah. And I think that's a really good point that you've just made there. So I think traditionally we think that dinner is meat, three vegetables, you've got your potato. That's all changing now. And I know we still want to say on the healthy, nutritious side of things, but it doesn't have to be meat and three veg. You can be creative with your meals and you don't have to have a full meal every night. Um, if, if you're not hungry and you're not feeding others or if others aren't hungry, is there other simpler options like putting something in the, the toaster oven or having a different type of meal? Um, instead of having a full meal, could you have like peanut butter on toast or something that is really simple that's going to give you a little bit of food, um, but maybe not take up all of your energy? 
So maybe we need to rethink about what the traditions actually are for cooking meals and does it need to be like that? Slow cooking. Yeah, meals. and there's plenty of vegetarian and vegan options out there yeah. that are really, I like, it's never been more accessible for that. Like I have, um, we get a salad that's already pre-washed, pre-made salad, like, and I just get huge bits of that. And then my husband will cook, uh, we're not vegetarian or vegan. Uh, My husband will cook up a thing of steak or chicken for me on Sundays. And that goes into like a little like glass Tupperware container in the refrigerator. So if I can get to the refrigerator on for lunch, I can just throw salad and like, a protein on it and I'm done. Like those things yeah. are just really helpful to have. Yeah, definitely. Make it simple and keep it simple. Yeah. We don't need simple. lots of, yeah, yeah. Don't need all this technical stuff. Just something that's easy, easy for you to do. Um, when, when I was working full time, I was getting the, they're called microwave meals, but they've actually evolved a bit since that point in time. Um, so there are companies that actually make good nutritious food that they then freeze and send to you. Um, and that was just an option that I had to look at because I wasn't able to work full time and come home and make dinner. It just, yeah. it just wasn't an option. So I had to look at what else was out there. Um, and there is options, which is yeah, really I, good. I, so lucky to have like a partner and children who can make dinner. It's, it definitely helps having, (laughs) having the extra help here. And then I also have um, a mini farmstead here on a little 6,000 square foot suburban plot and I have chickens. So if I can't Um, get to the store, I have eggs already. And they're like the easiest creatures to keep and they're hilarious. Um, So If that's a possibility for people, I also have like an indoor garden where I have my um, my salad growing as well, so I could just snip off leaves inside. Yep, I I love those indoor gardens. Um, or depending on the weather where you are, can you grow like a garden on the deck in the sun? Um, there's easy ways to grow small gardens that actually yeah. will provide you with some good food. And very cheap. You can make your own little microgreen thing out of takeout, old takeout boxes. You just put like two little holes, grab some soil and some seeds and you just water it and you get these little microgreens you can snip. Nice, nice. That's a good way of having some fresh food. It's, you know, really, it's, there's a lot of food deserts out there where there's just not accessibility to fruits and vegetables and good food, but there might be space. Like if you have an apartment complex, you might even be able to get an okay to do an interior courtyard, small farm. And there are ways to do that for almost no money. Like you can use hay bales to grow things out of like, there's, there's so many options and I'll have some of them on the, the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. It's my way of being sustainable even when I can't get out. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Making it accessible. It's great. Um, and, and financially and I, accessible too, because yes. there's a lot of options. Like Ikea is looking at these like great things, but I'm like, this is really out of a price range. Like there are ways to do this just using recycled yeah. or free materials. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I also like what you mentioned about um, sharing the cooking with other people in your house. Mm-hmm. So, so looking at whether 
yeah, are you the best person to be actually cooking these meals? Are there other people in the house that can help? Um, you've, you've said it exactly that children can actually help with some of this stuff. They, yeah, especially as they, as they get slightly older, they are able to do some of the tasks. So are you able to get others in your house to actually help um, complete parts of the task or all the tasks would be even better? <laughs> I just did an interview um, with an amazing woman and she was telling me that she and her husband, they used to do meal prep, but it was only one meal and they get sick of it by day three. So they got in touch with some friends um, and they created a meal group club. And so on, on like one day a week, they would all get together and they would just exchange. So they had a different meal every day of the week and you just, you did the same amount of work. I thought that was a really neat yeah. way to kind of expand your community. Yeah, that is a great idea. Yeah, sharing and, and getting to know other people. Yeah, definitely. Um, and with the cooking, getting everything out and, what where I'm going with this is is getting all your food items out onto the bench and getting all your utensils out onto the bench. So you're not having to go and look for everything during the process of cooking. Um, so sometimes that can save energy. It's going to be look a little bit messy. Um, but what I generally do is get all the ingredients out onto the bench and as I use each one, put it away. Um, if that's where your energy sort of sits or just doing it in one lot. So you've got everything out and then later on you put everything away. So rather than getting up and down or moving around a lot, if that's, that's more difficult, um, just doing it in one, one sort of lot um, can sometimes save, save energy. So I have a question for you. And if you don't have a ready answer for this, no worries. But I use... Uh... There's the wheelchair I use a lot of the time, yeah. and that is not an electric wheelchair. And I also use double canes a lot. And so that leaves you with no hands to get from yeah. kitchen to, how do you, how would you say to be able to like move your food when you can't use your hands to grab food? <sighs> yeah, yeah, it, it's really tricky. And I don't, I don't have an ideal answer for you um, with that. Um, wheelchairs, possibly using a tray on your knees um, it depends on how much movement there's going to be because that's not going to be suitable for glasses of water and liquid um, because they but a very funny youtube video that would be hilarious like <laughs> i learned that the hard way the first day i had yeah. my wheelchair i went to starbucks and like i wheeled in and this is like what happens when you don't live a life you know and you suddenly are in that life and i'm like how yep. do I get the coffee to my chair? Like I was completely, by the way, you put it between your knees yep. and you just hope that you don't have anything to roll over. But yep. yeah, it's, it's just definitely yep. one of those things that you don't consider until you're in the middle of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that's, it's not an area that I've got a lot of knowledge on um, with the wheelchairs, but you can get, like they, they're trays on wheels and so like they're little um they've just got a couple of shelves they're just little square trays and they've actually got four wheels on the bottom with a little handle um so for people on on crutches or or who aren't very steady with carrying things um putting it on putting the food and the drink onto a tray with wheels that you can push it um can definitely 
definitely help um, things if you're not wanting to drop drop things. So um, I am even in a wheelchair and I don't have a good answer for this. So if you are a wheelchair user or a cane user and you are listening to this going, I have the best yeah. answer, please, please help me out. Um, put the comment below. Let me know how you're doing this. Aside from like training my wolf or my pug how to carry it, I yeah. am open for ideas. <laughs> yep, definitely. Um, the Going on to the eating part of the meal. Um, I really, I like to remind people to eat mindfully. So eating a little bit slower, being aware of what you're eating, that can be um, really important so that how full you're sort of feeling um, the message gets through to your brain. So definitely being aware of what you're eating and not just eating really quickly um, can be beneficial. Um, holding a knife and fork can be really tricky especially on those painful painful days you can buy built up utensils so rather than just the thin knife and fork that you really have to grip with your hand you can actually buy knives and forks that are built up with either soft materials or harder materials so that your grip actually sits a lot wider on it Mm. so that can make things a little bit easier um, for people you can also get tubing which fits over your existing utensils um, which can be really good so you don't have to just hold on to your knife and fork there's also those spoons that stay steady they're like gyroscopic that's all folks gyroscopic spoons that are really awesome Yep, definitely. Um, you can get um, spoons and forks at different angles. So instead of having the fork and you're holding it and it's sticking out directly straight, you can get ones that are bent on an angle so that you're, you're instead of having to turn your wrist to eat, it sort of just changes your wrist movement a little bit so you can just eat directly without having to rotate your, your arm and your wrist. Um, I have heard of people just bending their spoons and forks in that direction. That, so. That's pretty brilliant too. Uh, there's <laughs> there's so many things that you're like, I should buy a product for that. And then someone's like, but you could modify. And like, yeah. Yeah. Yep, my husband definitely. just brought that up. We were looking at the plastic bags for the produce and I was really frustrated at like going to farmers markets or to the store and like okay I don't want to use more plastic bags so it's like oh well to buy the mesh are like up to $75 for three of the bags like this is insane and he brought up the small yeah. little fact yeah. that plastic bags were invented so we could use them over and over again we already had plastic bags from our last trip we could use them until yeah. they fall apart it's now been 20 visits to the farmers market Great. since he brought this up we're using the same bag still. So nice. <laughs> if you'd like to use that, that little point that is actually why the plastic bags were invented was so that we wouldn't keep using paper bags over and over again because the plastics. Yeah. It was one of those yep. like yep. moments where you're like, Oh yeah, that <laughs> makes so much sense. <laughs> it does. It definitely makes sense. Yep. Yep. Um, and with, with eating, sit somewhere that you're comfortable hopefully you have sort of a chair or a dining room chair or or somewhere where you are actually comfortable um so that you're eating in a comfortable quite a supported position 
So rather than sort of perching on a stool or standing and perching in your kitchen, actually sit down and and eat at at a table is ideal, but I haven't done that for years because I didn't have a dining room table for years. Um, so you can always find a comfortable position to eat in. That's very, very key is to make sure like I, like for a lot of us, we need to have like elbow support while we eat. And anyone who's yeah. um, disabled knows just how important that is when you go to a restaurant and you realize that there is no seating that will work for you. I, yeah, yeah. yesterday yeah. I had that experience going from like two different coffee shops because there was no actual wheelchair seating. And like the, the tables were like this really cool, like hipster kind of like high tables where you had to sit in a chair where your feet dangle. And there was, I like, I would have to have like the world's longest arms to put my coffee cup on the yeah. table. Like, uh, so yeah. you, you all know if you're out in the world, how important that is to, to have that good seating. Yeah. Yeah. Be comfortable if you can. Yeah. Definitely. But We've hit like an hour and I'm hoping you will come back on again um, next month to talk about a new issue. If you're yep. listening to this and you have an issue you want us to go over for you, we will do our best. If you are listening to this and you're like, these two are full of it. I have all the answers <laughs> on how to be a spoonie and eat properly. Please help us out. Comment below, share the episode with your friends, your family, your social community. Um, we'd love to get as many answers as possible to this issue I, worldwide. This, is, this mm. is the thing that binds us all together. We are all trying to figure this out no matter who and what you are. So please comment below. Um, thank you so much, Kimberly, for coming back on. You're so cool. generous with your time. I'm hoping Thanks you become a permanent me. part. Yeah. Oh, we love it. Um, so. Everyone next week, I'm sure Eva is going to give us a healthcare professional who's awesome. Uh, so take a listen to that. And uh, hey, it's been a crazy news week. So be kind. And that means to yourself and to the community, um, be gentle. Uh, that means absolutely be gentle with yourself. Be as kind and gentle to yourself and to the other stressed out humans around you and be a badass because we really have to be. Um, so in whatever way that looks like, for you to be um, what you need to be. Go for it. Um, have a great week, everyone. All righty.